0: Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian. And today, my co host with me is Chris Minnell. Chris, could you introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hey, how are you? Good to be here. Uh, great
1: to, uh, to be on the, the uh, line with everyone. Um, my name is Chris. I am uh, a, a game designer. I run a company uh, called uh, Kill Jester with my friend Ava Islan. Uh, We had a successful Kickstarter for Ava's game, Errant, back in February, and that game is set to come out uh, in March of uh, next year. And then I personally blog on uh, two websites. I've got thesecreddm.com and beyondtheweird.blog, where I work with my friend Tony O'Bear, making uh, all kinds of weird stuff.
0: It was good to have you today. And we were talking about topics for today's, and I think we decided to ask you, I wanted to ask you... and. I wanted to delve into how we got into role-playing and role-playing games. Oh, sure. Well, what was your first game that you played? Was it D&D or was it something else? No, it was, it was D&D, definitely. It was,
1: uh, I was. I was eight years old, um, <laughs> and my, my older brother had gone to a friend's house to play D&D and then came back and told us about it, and my mom thought that uh, it involved Satan. And, <laughs> I grew up uh, with that. <laughs> Right. right, And I, uh, I just fell in love with it the way that he was describing it. It was great. And he hated the fact that I wanted to play. Um, <laughs> but my mom, my mom made him take me to his friend's house and I got to play in, in the, the game. And I remember I chose a character, uh, a fighter, uh, cause it was easiest to, uh, to play. We were playing, um, red box D and And I made a character and I named him Baltec after a character in a, um, Choose Your Own Adventure book that I had read. Oh, I used to and, love those uh, things. Oh, yeah, they were great. Uh, I read them all the time. That was really probably my gateway was Choose Your Own Adventure stuff and then right into playing D&D. And oh, yeah. I just fell in love with it. I mean, it was, it was an incredible experience. I think I died, you know, within the, the <laughs> first couple of sessions. But it was totally like, it was like, wow, there was no going back. Like, once I had tasted it. Um, and then I, I continued to play through the years. Uh, I stopped playing when I turned 18. And started again when I was 28, I picked up third edition and it was, you know, it was weird to kind of get back into it because it had become so complex from what I was used to. Yeah. But, um, but we played for a little bit, then we got into fourth edition and uh, then I got involved with the, the old gaming scene online with, um, you know, I set up a blog for myself as the secret DM and I started interacting with people in the old school environment, and seeing that there was still a lot of love for the old style of play and ended up just abandoning D&D uh, in its, its current form uh, and embracing more of the old school style. And uh, that's where I'm at now. You know, and a lot of like my gaming preferences, I don't mind like story games, I'll play all kinds of games. Uh, but my real preference is that like that more lethal kind of experience um the the dungeon hunting dungeon crawling kind of experience you know that's sort of what i what i'm passionate about
0: i really get into those kinds of games i love i love the old retro clones and stuff like that we play a lot of that with our game group yeah we're into those but i i didn't play those at first though to be honest like my first game was uh doctor who (laughs) oh wow remember the old faucet doctor who role playing game I was obsessed with Doctor Who on PBS (laughs) as a kid. And I'd go mowing lawns for like $3 a pop (laughs) in Cleveland. Yeah. And I sent my money to the PBS to join the Doctor Who fan club and all this. And Eventually, I saved up enough money. My dad took me to this little comic hobby store. There was the Doctor Who role-playing game. And it had Doctor Who. I was like, I got to get that. And I had never played a role-playing game at that point. It was, was, you know, mid-late 80s, later 80s is when I got into it. Yeah. And we didn't know what we were doing. We just had these game books and we we stole a bunch of dice from the school math club. Cabinet. Ah. We found them in there. We'd be like, we'd go over to do this little cassette tape. I don't remember what it was. we put headphones on. This is some cassette tape. we some kind of worksheet or something, you know, and the, this little math <laughs> closet they had. And we'd be sitting there opening the drawer and sneaking dice into our pockets and taking them home. <laughs> and, <laughs> so we didn't know how to play and we'd just take like Figures and stuff, and roll up character sheets for them, and fight them at first. It
1: was nice. Like, okay,
0: we got all these guys, and I made up this guy, and this figure will be that. And we didn't have a dungeon master or nothing; we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, and uh, we got some other games, and eventually, one of the guys we were playing with played with a group that actually knew how to play. <laughs> He's like, "Hey guys, oh. we've doing this wrong." It's <laughs> like, "Yeah." He was really into Robotech, so we brought out some Robotech and some Heroes Unlimited. And, uh, yeah, we just dealt. I did a lot of Palladium through the 90s. I didn't yeah. play. And I didn't play a game of D&D until I had been playing for quite a few years. It wasn't until 93. Because, you know, back then there was the Satanic Panic in the 80s. Yeah. I didn't even dare touch a fantasy role-playing game. So it was my parents were okay with Doctor Who and superheroes. Right. And when I started delving into d and I'm like, I, my father was a Baptist preacher. So it was very much, ooh, you're going to oh, get in yeah. trouble. Right. right. <laughs> great right. so yeah that's how that's how i like weirdly got into it you I know mean, i didn't know what i was doing at first so i didn't have the benefit of a dungeon master we had to yeah uh i think no, that's cool it's interesting now that the with uh, some of the the what are they called the the ever the actual play podcast i think are bringing a lot oh, of yeah. people into it now and they mm-hmm. actually get to see someone play as opposed to where i was getting into it it was like I don't know what I'm doing here, but I stole some dice from the math cabinet at school. <laughs> right. <pretty> <laughs> no, I think it's
1: it, there's so ma- it's interesting how people get into the game, but uh, you know there's so many different avenues in, and especially now uh, with you know indie game makers making content, um, all different types of of genres that they cover, um, and experiences and, and play styles, and it's really cool to kind of see it all happening, you know be a part oh, of yeah. it. yeah
0: i really appreciate and I, i've said that before on here on the wilders and wizards podcast i really like the independent style stuff especially all the zines and stuff coming out yes print on demand stuff where people are able to put their own things out because when we were a kid I, I guarantee you we played our games wrong <laughs> yeah but <laughs> we did not have the rules correct as the book said <laughs> right right but those games worked for us you know a lot of like we could write down i could probably write down a rule set that was completely unique to anything anybody had ever played and that was what we played but it was not the game we were reading (laughs) yeah so i like i like that element of people taking control of it and stuff like that and uh, being able to publish with the print-on-demand technologies and all, be able to get their stuff out there i'm a big fan of that
1: yeah, no, the, that's uh, that's I'm a, a big, uh, you know, uh, proponent for it. And uh, uh, I definitely encourage people to go out and make their own stuff. And if they need help, to reach out to someone and ask questions, because the community is so helpful, uh, that I found anyway, the people that I've encountered, like, you can just hit someone up and, and ask them, hey, how did you do this? and And get answers to that and be able to make stuff from it. So
0: yeah, that's a, that's a that's a the community being a valuable resource. And there's plenty of like I've been in all kinds of uh, Facebook groups, like one on RPG zines and stuff like that, and yeah. zine creators and stuff like that, where people are asking questions on how to do things and what what people what other people are doing, figuring out it's good. And we got something coming up here. We we just uh, actually should be posted by the time this goes live. We have an episode where we talk about side quests. Have you heard of side quest? Uh, side quest, no. It's it's uh, actually we're recording this on a Monday Tuesday morning's episodes on SideQuest. So tomorrow morning, oh, but in cool. the future when this goes live, it'll be a couple last week. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna time travel a little bit to the past a <laughs> week, everybody. <laughs> it's it's kind of a modeled after Zine Quest, but more ran by independent creators, um, kind of community driven as opposed to like. Kickstarter running it. It's a it's a cool little thing. I'm looking forward to it. Some of the people that put out some really cool stuff uh for Zine Quest 3 are gonna be involved as well. So that's oh that's great. Yeah, that's a neat thing. I'm excited to check that out.
1: Well, I can't wait to hear your
0: episode on it. <laughs> well, tomorrow that morning I, that will back. already. <laughs> yeah. We listened to that one and loved it. <laughs> In the future. Um, <laughs> Timey wimey in here is too Doctor Who for me. Oh no, <laughs> I can run this game. Do you have so? What other games did you play? Like, did you play a lot of other games besides D and D coming up, or what other mm. games are favorites of yours, or how?
1: Yeah, so I, I stuck mostly with with D and went from uh, the basic red box into second edition, um, and you know spent most of my my time playing with second edition D and D. Uh, AD&D, and then uh, somewhere in the 90s, we got into Vampire uh, and played that quite a bit. Um, I collected other games, like I would pick up like Shadowrun or Earth Dawn, uh, but never got to actually play them with my group. We always just, you know, stuck to the old faithful of D&D. So, um, and then it wasn't until more recently that I've, you know, branched out into trying other types of games um things like you know uh books that are powered by the
0: apocalypse uh and other you know game systems and stuff so yeah we my 90s game group was very eager to try new games so i got a lot of various games throughout the 90s so i definitely we got to dabble in quite a few i was lucky there I stopped playing in as many different games more into the 2000s when I, I, I kind of went back to second edition for quite a while when third 3.5 mm-hmm. and four was out just because yeah. i had I, I was broke i had kids when i went to go to the used bookstore they were cheap too and i already had the base books right and and they were they were on the shelf there for like seven bucks a pop so i was just like yeah i'm not gonna spend 50 i'm just gonna keep on playing second edition ad and d so i right. <laughs> i ran a lot of that in the 2000s <laughs> yeah it was my big one well we're about out of time here thank you for joining us if you've enjoyed this episode please share it on social media. Help us get the word out there. Visit us on our blog, wobbliesandwizards.com. Uh, Chris, where else should they visit you? Uh, well, as I mentioned, thesecretdm.com. Uh,
1: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at Chris Minel. That's uh, my first name, Chris, and then M-E-N-N-E-L-L. Uh, and I'm on Facebook quite a bit as well. You can find me there, Christopher Menell. And as always, keep those dice rolling.